This is the Tom Bigby Tales podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Evans, and I write about Columbus, a small town in Northeast Mississippi. Today's episode is titled Marketing or Mugshot. In 2022, the Columbus Visitors Bureau spent $281,355.28 on marketing and advertising. They spent another $31,563.65 on productions of what it is not clear. $3,312 was spent on specialties advertising, whatever that is, and $5,546.67 on printing expenses. None of these items are denoted or at given any particular uh, listing of what they covered in the budget sheet. In 2023, $220,000 was budgeted for marketing and advertising. However, by the end of the third quarter, Nancy Carpenter, the director, had blown through the budgeted $222,000 and the budget had overspent by over $60,000. In other words, the new price was $288,283 were spent before the end of the third quarter without any previous board approval forcing the board to immediately cap and and end all future spending for the fourth quarter on any marketing or advertising. This is all indicative of the drunken spending of Carpenter on expensive ads in locations where no market study or board approval was sought. For example, one such ad is a visittheusa.com ad that features White Arches, an antebellum home, owned by Mr. and Mrs. Dick Light, and suggests a horse-drawn buggy ride through a historic district. This ad implies one can do that on any visit to Columbus and not just during pilgrimage season, as it is in actuality. The ad includes suggestions of things to do and see, including the glam station and spa, which leads to a blank page on the ad. The ad mentions Burns Bottom as a destination with no real explanation of what it is, or its significance, or even why you would want to visit the place. Perhaps the most telling piece of poor promotional material paid for with this bloated budget is the print ad that appeared in multiple print and airline and online magazines that featured Duty Noble Field in Starkville as the banner photo and had only two somewhat iconic photos of Columbus, the old bridge lit at night and the Tennessee Williams home. The other two photos on the front are Old Waverly Golf Course, which is located in West Point, and a photo of someone pouring syrup on a plate of chicken and waffles, which none of our local restaurants serve, to my knowledge, except maybe Cracker Barrel. Other print ads have included Prairie Point Hunting Preserve uh, in West Point, which is, again, like Starkville and Doty and the baseball and the football field in another county. What is interesting to note in all these Visit Columbus ads is some is somehow Nancy finds some way to visually include herself or a family member or both, something discussed in depth in an earlier podcast. What is odd is how prevalent her family members and out-of-town places feature in Visit Columbus ads and on the CVB's own website. 
For example, in the September 22nd Convention South magazine, an ad was presumably placed to promote the November Arts and Antiques event. However, the ad is nothing but about Nancy with a somewhat of a mention at the end of the event. Speaking of the Arts and Antiques event, it is now less than one month away, and I have not found one ad for it in town, nor is there anything on the Facebook page for Visit Columbus. That Facebook page is DOA, covered in summer cobwebs and abandoned and neglected like the proverbial red-headed stepchild. Why? The only thing less promoted by the by the CVB on that website and on that Facebook page or anywhere else is the highly acclaimed and respected but ignored by the CVB roasted vote boast event. Another missed opportunity. The people who come for roasted boast occupy quite a few hotel rooms and spend a ton of money while they're here. The Visit Columbus website has a clickable image of the uh, of the Arts and Antique event on its page, but no additional info is evident, like times or location, and when clicked, it takes you to a calendar with zero mention of the event. When you click on the community events, like on that page, it shows the dates, but again, no further info. This is an event they are hosting. But by golly, the calendar has some has both day and location of the October and November Mississippi State home football games. Isn't this maddening? But that is small scale compared to the insanity of the multiple ads placed in airline magazines that used to be placed in the chairbacks on American Airlines and Delta flights. While the airlines ceased magazine print productions around 2020, the CVB ran ads in them through 2019. In the $70,000 ads each, one-eighth of the ad is Nancy's bio. One-third of the ad is Nancy's daughter in front of Rosedale, an antebellum local home. The only other images are the old tired photos of yet again the Tennessee Williams house and the river. It's like there's nothing else interesting to photograph in town. But perhaps the most telling part of the entire ad is American Airlines does not even fly into the Golden Triangle Airport. It flies to Jackson. It also flies to the Gulf Coast, but it does not come to Columbus. And then that same ad was featured in Delta Sky Miles magazine. Again, a $70,000 investment. And rumors are that the ad included the wrong date for pilgrimage. I've not seen that particular ad copy to confirm the error actually occurred, but honestly, it just wouldn't surprise me at this point. There are so many examples to pull from. I could pull out more examples from expensive publications like Garden and Guns, Southern Living, etc. but it's all the same. It reads like a Nancy Carpenter resume and does little or nothing to promote our town. Our town is actually a lovely small town with a nice college located walking distance to downtown, which we could and should be promoting and celebrating. The images of those buildings, especially the older buildings at the college, are iconic. And everyone who knows Columbus knows those buildings and knows that college. Mississippi University for Women 
and our town are diverse as is our history. We should celebrate this. We have much to offer in this town from our antebellum Victorian and Edwardian architecture to the Tom Bigby River and its history dating back to prehistoric times. There's so much to share and tell about our town and our community and the surrounding county. We deserve better promotional materials, marketing, and advertising for our town than this ridiculous constant barrage of the director, Nancy Carpenter's family, and her mugshot with accompanying trumped-up bio and overinflated egos splashed across Visit Columbus marketing materials. About two years ago, the grandson of local boxing legend Henry Armstrong approached Carpenter about hosting a fundraising fight that would generate revenue here in Armstrong's birthplace to support a scholarship foundation. That family foundation is focused on using boxing to spread the word about Armstrong's history and his dreams for education for underprivileged youth. Carpenter was eager to book the organization and made promises of having the press, the TV, and radio station involved. But when the rubber hit the road, absolutely nothing was delivered. No TV. No reporter, no local PR. Nothing in the way of promotion by the CVB was ever done. But Carpenter was quick to have her hand out for VIP tables for her to use for her designated guests who were important in the community. Unbelievable, of course, but typical. Carpenter has a history of empty promises for promoting local events on CVB properties. But when the rubber hits the road, there's nothing but excuses or denial that she ever made such promises. Why? Hopefully, the CVB board steps up and takes an active role in making sure that Carpenter's self-serving rule is over. Let's market the Columbus brand. We deserve better. So let's demand it.